Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are not alone. You may feel alone. You may feel like nobody knows what you are going through. You may feel like there is no one who cares for you. You may feel so overwhelmed by everything that that you believe it is you against the world. And it seems as though the world is winning. Feelings of loneliness and the thought of being overwhelmed, they happen to everybody. It happens to me. The devil, he wants us to feel this way. He wants us to depend on ourselves. And he wants to pit us against everyone else. He wants us to feel like slaves without any hope at all. This was the lie that Martin Luther felt to his core. He was a lonely man filled with guilt. He felt guilty for letting his father down. His father wanted him to have a high-paying profession as a lawyer. And yet Luther went into the priesthood. Luther felt guilty when it came to his relationship with his church. He believed that he wasn't living up to the example of the saints that went before him. And most of all, Martin Luther felt guilt when it came to his relationship with God. And this guilt made Martin Luther feel alone. The devil, he had him in a lie. Luther felt overwhelmed and alone just like we do sometimes. Yet, from the moment of his baptism on November 11th, 1483, Martin Luther was not alone. Even though he felt alone, this was not the reality. The reality was that God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, joined himself to Luther. Moreover, in his baptism, Martin became a member of the church, a member of the body of Christ. God's word made Luther one with Jesus, and one with his body, the church. He felt alone, but that wasn't the reality. Luther felt like he had to appease God and man by his works. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like everyone is judging your performance? Do you ever feel like you are performing for your parents, teachers, boss, your family, your friends, even your church members? Do you ever feel like you're performing for God? Do you feel like you are being judged on how good you are? And it is true, and is it true, that you often don't feel good enough? Now here's the thing. We aren't good enough. The devil wants us to shame us and separate us from God and others using this fact, our unworthiness. And he was successful for a long time in shaming Luther. Has the devil been successful in overwhelming you and making you feel like you are all alone? Thankfully, Luther, as a young monk, was sent to Wittenberg, Germany, to be a teacher of the Bible. For as 
as Luther studied God's word, the truth shined forth in the darkness. Luther learned that he couldn't please God by his good works. It was impossible to do. He learned that his trust in his own works only separated him from God and others. He learned that the righteous live by faith and not the works of the law. Listen to our epistle lesson for today. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in God's sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. There is no distinction. All, that's everybody, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is no one that's good enough. And they are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Luther learned that he was not alone performing for God. He was not alone performing for the church. He learned that everyone else in the world is a sinner just like him. He learned that the true church is made righteous only through faith in Jesus. The Bible says, For you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. In baptism, the Holy Spirit connected Martin Luther to Jesus, who who is always, who was always working for him, even when he felt that he was all alone. Luther's baptism also connected him to all the saints who have gone before, the great cloud of witnesses that we, that we are surrounded by when we partake of the Lord's Supper. Luther was not alone as a slave before God. No Jesus' death and resurrection freed Martin Luther to trust God as his father. And Jesus' work also freed him to love his neighbor as himself. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you He was freed to love his neighbor as himself. So Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Luther was baptized with water and the word, and when the Lord granted him opportunity to abide in Jesus, to abide in his word, that word set him free. My friends, you are not alone. You have no need to prove your worth to anyone. The things that overwhelm you are no match for your Savior who conquered death on Easter morning. They are no match for your Savior who carried the cross of your shame, who washed your sins away and made you his own when he washed you with water and the word. Your sin is no different than anyone else's, and your Lord has bled and died to forgive you. You are not performing for God. He has worked and works tirelessly for you. 
our Lord has washed you and made you his own when he washed you with water and the word in baptism. Your sin is no different than anyone else's, and your Lord has bled and died to forgive you. You are not performing for God. He has worked and works tirelessly for you. And you want to know something else? You are loved by the rest of the church, both those in heaven and those who, will str- who still struggle on earth. Today we dedicated this building for the Lord's service. And do you know what? This building and this ministry were made possible because there are Christians out there who want you to know that Jesus is with you and that you are not alone. People have given large sums of money so that you can hear God's word in this place. People have volunteered many hours without receiving any pay so that you could know that you have a God who loves you. The church at large has made sure that you have the finest art, the finest furnishings, and most importantly, good teaching and preaching. Why do they care for you whom they've never met? Because in Christ you are a part of the church, the body of Christ, and they love you. If you do not know Jesus yet and have not been baptized into his name for the forgiveness of your sins, this building, this church was made for you as well. It was made so that you could hear that you are loved by Jesus, so that you could hear that Jesus has come to save you and make you his own. You see, we are a part of something very special. We are a part of God's work. Jesus bled and died to set us free. He bled and died to make us one with him and each other. That person sitting next to you is not a stranger. They are a brother and sister in Christ. You can feel free to get to know him or her. You already know a little bit about that person. The person sitting next to you is a sinner just like you. And he or she is also someone that Jesus bled and died to save. He or she has been baptized or is being called by God to baptism so that Jesus' death and resurrection was or can be applied to them. Jesus' prayer for you and the entire church is that we would be one so that all the world would know that God so loved the world He gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall be saved. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it. I pray that this Reformation you would recognize that you are not alone, but rather that you are a part of a story that started when God first promised Jesus to Adam and Eve. A story that saw its fulfillment when Jesus carried the cross of our shame all the way to the grave. A story filled with hope that sprung to life when Jesus, who died for us, rose for us. You are a part of a story that clung to the truth as Martin Luther and the Reformers changed everything by proclaiming the eternal gospel of Christ to a world that forgot it.
You are a part of a story that started 100 years ago when the pastor of St. St. James Lutheran Church thought that the students at Purdue needed to know that they were not alone. You are a part of a rich st- history that saw a church built on 100 South Chauncey. And you are here today at day one in a new sanctuary. And this day is something special, but it is only one chapter in a story that started before the foundation of the world. You, my brothers and sisters, are not alone. You are one in the Son of God. And if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And until that day, when Jesus returns and our freedom is realized, abide in his word. His word alone unites us with Jesus and his church. His word puts things in perspective, and it turns the overwhelming things in our lives into opportunities to love. His word gives the lonely a home and sets the sinner free. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.